Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, here we go. Podcast time on a Monday as we kick off a new week and a new month. Well, I guess Friday was December. It was. Well, same difference. We'll start again. A new month. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. Uh, So, uh, went to the Rutgers basketball game Saturday. I know. I wish you were there a little earlier. I could have seen you. We could have taken a photo, but... I didn't realize you were that far away. I was looking for you down by the court. You're up to get a better... At Rutgers, we have more of a broadcast area look, which is a great view to do a game, though I prefer to be courtside so you can hear the officials and the coaches. But it is a really good view. I did take a photo of you and posted it to my Instagram Oh, account. did you really? Yeah. Nice. I circled. I go, there's Jerry. <laughs> I noticed something, though, at this Rutgers game, Jerry. And I don't know if this is going on throughout college basketball, if this is going on in pro basketball. Okay. It is something I have never noticed before. But I took notice on one player, and I go, huh, that's all odd. Then I noticed all of the players. They don't wear high-top sneakers. Oh, no. When did that happen? Years ago. For real? Yeah. How about about in the NBA? Mm, I don't think a lot of them do. No. I was shocked. Yeah. I first saw, I was like, why is that guy wearing low-top sneakers? And I looked around, everyone on both Illinois and Rutgers had low-top sneakers on. You'll see from time to time, maybe a guy with three quarters. But the high tops, you never see anymore. I thought you needed that for ankle support. I think that was more of a sneaker design. Really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was really like, that's all I was looking at after. You were locked in on their feet. Yeah, because they didn't wear uniform sneakers. No, none of them do anymore. Which is another weird thing. I agree. If I was, but again, that's every school and every team the kids can choose, I guess. So every school is outfitted by a specific company. You sign a contract with them. So Rutgers is an Adidas school. I think Illinois is Under Armour, but I'm not 100% sure. They might even be Nike. I'm not sure. There's a lot of Adidas, a lot of Under Armour, a lot of Nike. Those three are the big ones. Um, So within that brand, I believe that the company gives you choices and you pick your sneakers. If it was me, I would love my guys to have all the same uniform sneakers with the uniform. But it kind of allows them the freedom to pick what they choose and what they like. Yeah, because I was thinking that, too. I was like, well, but if I was running around on a court, I'd want to have the sneakers that I felt like 
sure. I was most comfortable in mm-hmm. and not you know, I meant get injured. More, I meant more color scheme. Yeah. You know, but I understand let them have their choice. That's fine. Yeah, it was unbelievable. So I, as that's been going on, I had no idea. They also, I'm sure you might have been locked in on this too because it's been a while since you went to a game. They have this three-point line. Yeah, no, that. You get three points if you're behind that. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you, know, you ever listen to uh, Evan and Tiki and they, sure. Tommy plays this drop a lot that goes, nerd alert. Yes. They play it whenever. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking this is for the Rutgers games. Mm-hmm. Rutgers has a tall, thin guy with glasses. Okay, yeah, Gavin Griffiths. Yeah, Gavin Griffiths. He's not a nerd. No, but I'm saying it would be cool if every time he hit like a three, it went, nerd alert. No, 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 that wouldn't be cool. That That's very, that's rude. Coming from the guy who's wearing glasses at me right now. And bald. And bald. And, and single, non-athletic. And no kids and couldn't shoot a shot if you gave him 10 of them. I just thought, like, if he embraced that. No. With you know the... he embraces? Making threes. Yeah. I kept my eye on him. No, he's he, he was didn't good. play a ton Saturday. Uh, I feel like he was out there a decent amount, I thought. I don't think he played more than 20 minutes. Well, that seems of like the a long 40. time. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? It, he, he You're right, because he... He definitely wasn't in the beginning of the game. Right. He comes off the bench. Yeah, he came off the bench. And it took him a while to get in. Yeah. But when he gets going, he can. He had one game. He had 28 points. It was 28, something like that. Or he was lighting it up from the outside. He doesn't seem very muscular. Anybody else you want to kill? I mean, good Lord. The kid's 6'6", 230. <laughs> Again, coming from a guy who's 5'10", a buck 35. Well, this just goes to show that when you see guys up against other Larger guys, oh, yeah. they don't seem large. It's like when I and yet if you were in the elevator with them, you'd be oh like, my gosh, Holy yeah, crap. I'd be like, Ooh, this guy, yes, uh, that happens in NFL all the time. Oh, yeah. Like quarterbacks come in here and you're like, oh, I don't expect them to be so big, yeah, because they're around offensive linemen and mm-hmm. all. These I'll never things. forget my the first practice at Columbia football I went to, yeah, in the summer of 2006. I had never really watched, never watched Ivy League football, but my I remember going into it thinking, oh, this will be fun, but Ivy League football clearly. This is much lower. And I remember my dad telling me, he's no, the Ivy League football is Division One. He goes, I think it's a lower level Division One. He goes, that's not Division Two or Three. It's Division One football. I'm like, are you sure? I remember going to the first practice in the summer, like in August. I couldn't believe how big the linemen were. Yeah. I'm like, why aren't you at Georgia? He's like, yeah, not good enough. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, they're huge. So I got to say, it was much. I had a much better time going to the basketball game over the football game because it's Weather controlled in, oh, yeah. indoors, Jerry. It's a great atmosphere, and even parking like that was a that was there was not a seat to be had for that game. Yeah, and even at a game like that, within thirty minutes, even if there's a little bit of traffic, they get those cars out. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a much uh, easier experience than yeah. going to the football game. No, going going to Jersey I, Mike's is pretty good. And I also went to the football game in a downpour, like true. it was a chaos. That is true. Probably. Isn't it amazing? I was just having this conversation with Sal about something unrelated but kind of related. Isn't it amazing how we live in the world of sports here? And we are so dominant with the NFL and baseball for the most part that you saw what it was like Saturday. And I know the game didn't end well, but you saw that end of the first half, how crazy that arena was and how important that team is to those people. And how big that is to that campus. But yet you don't get covered anywhere. 
Yeah. Aside from a couple of our, like that was for them and for Steve Peichel and for that coaching staff, they put all their work in and all their time. And that's a big opponent in Illinois, 24 in the country. Then they'll go to Wake Forest this week, Mississippi State Saturday. And yet aside from a couple of newspaper articles, no one cares. Yeah. Like there's no conversation. But, and this is what I was talking about with Sal. Then you take it to the higher level. Like the Knicks are a really good team. There is no Nick talk anywhere. No one talks about the Nets. We're not allowed to talk about the Rangers, Islanders, and Devils. So how are these other schools or how are these other programs supposed to get any coverage when the sports leaders don't even pay attention to the NHL or the NBA until playoff time? Yeah, this is weird. It is. And they had a nice student section there, they too. They had a great Rutgers. student section there. In fact, uh, they, I guess when the other team is shooting free throws. Yes, they go after them. They have, like, inflatables. That's where my head usually is. Yeah. There was an inflatable beaver. <laughs> Which I, I couldn't did, I, figure out. I did not notice that. <laughs> yeah, a big inflatable beaver. <laughs> it looked okay. like a tube you would wear, you would hang out in in a pool. All right, but a beaver, a beaver. Okay, inflatable beaver. Oh, well, they're trying to get the beaver to distract the basketball players. They were, and it didn't work. That guys were hitting their free throws. Mm. I got an interesting uh, direct message on Instagram. What's Jerry. his name? Well, it is a male. It's a male flight attendant. Okay. Let's see. Uh, hey, Al, had something come across my desk this weekend. I wanted yours and Jerry's take on it. As you guys know, I'm a flight attendant, and I was working with these two girls who I had not worked with before. Okay. Before we left Cancun. Oh, Jesus. Back to D.C., one asked casually if I wanted to have a threesome with her and the other girl. At first, I thought they were joking, so I kind of laughed it off. Before you know it, one of them is dry humping me on the jump seat in the back of the plane, showing her friend how to ride properly. Ultimately, I went back and forth about it and decided not to participate. This was <laughs> this was after they took my hands and put them both on their breasts in the hotel lobby. What would you have done? Is this man single? I believe so. I think if I was single, I'd probably do it. Let me see. Let me uh, let me see if I can look on uh, based on his photo. I I believe he is single. I probably would be like, "What the hell? Why not?" Right? I, yeah, I don't I, know. I <laughs> I could tell you in my Ron and Fez days, we used to have a a large like a, not a large like eight to ten girls sometimes on Fridays would come and watch the show, and we would get drinks during the show. <laughs> How this was work, I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, some of the girls were all right. Some of them were cute. Some yeah. of them were not attractive. Some were very attractive. It was it was a mix. A good mix. It was a good mix. I did have one time the two these two girls said to me, "Why don't you come back to our hotel room?" And I chickened out. And you didn't do it. I was single and everything. Wow. How old were you? Thirty three, thirty four. Didn't do it. No, I was too afraid that I would. Not be able to perform? No, just, no, that, I, yeah, but that I would, that would probably, that I would just embarrass my, I could barely, I can't handle one woman <laughs> a lot of times. The two, <laughs> forget it. Yeah, plus I thought, yeah, I hear you. that'll get back, I just, that is, I just, I chickened out. Mm. All right. Chickened out so on So you've had, I've never had that opportunity. Yeah. I've also been with my wife since I'm 17. So, right. Um, I've never, that situation's never presented itself. Right. So I yeah, don't, I I don't know right what out. I would do. I'm not I'm not sure I would chicken out, but I'm not sure I wouldn't either. I don't know. 
Good question. Yeah, I chickened right out. So never regret that. Um, no, no, I actually don't regret that one. Yeah. Did you even know who they were? I did because they used to come up. No, quite I a know bit. that. Oh, no, but I didn't know anything about their that's life. That's what I mean. Their lifestyle or anything. No. That's what I meant. More plus, so. I had a plus. They were like these girls that would come up often. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's just gonna be weird when you see them again. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And the one of them seemed out of it. Like it yeah. just, uh, it just, it was like a bad. The scene only thing there. I would say too in his situation that yeah. is not a great situation is the fact that he works with them. Right. Man, Cancun Jerry with a couple of female flight attendants you know how much who are that must go on dry humping them and putting his hands on their breasts. An island, drinks. My goodness, thousands of miles away from home, from yeah. wherever you reside, man. That must happen a lot. Man, this fella, what a lucky fella he is, Jerry. Well, he just didn't to, do it. Just to be considered. Just it's to just right. nice it's like to be considered. Yeah, right? it's like being nominated right. for an award, right. just to be considered. Yeah. Which means those girls went looking for somebody. They were looking. I wonder who they ended up with. Yeah. Each other. <laughs> what a world we're not participating in. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're out there. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Yeah. Um, what else do I have here, Jerry? I wrote down a couple notes. Do you think in 1880 they were having threesomes? Yeah. You do, huh? Yeah. That must have stunk. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, just smelly. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no Totally thanks. agree. Well. This is completely opposite of this. Okay. But I know it's the holiday season, Jerry. <laughs> and... Buying gifts for people is difficult, like Agreed. coming up with ideas. I have just a, a little idea for people. This is not a commercial by any means. Okay. But when I have a hard time finding a gift for somebody, I, you ever use Etsy? Uh, I'm, I'm aware of it. I have. Yeah. One time I went to uh, get a blanket, believe it or not, Yeah. for my mom uh, for her birthday. Uh, a personalized one. And <laughs> I, you know... Her birthday's in December, and um, I remember looking for it right around Thanksgiving, and it was great. The problem I found with it was they needed four weeks for delivery. Yeah, that's excessive. So I, I have not gone back to it very often, but I am aware of it. I know it's a great site, and there's a lot of good marketers on there. Yeah, it's like a lot of small yeah, business people small business. put their stuff on Etsy. Yep. And the thing here's how I use it in, in a gift-giving situation. If it's uh, difficult to buy somebody a gift, mm -hmm. I uh, think of... What do I know that they're interested in? Sure. Like uh, you like... Um, uh, golf? You like golf. You like the, the beanbag no, uh, I toss? Actually, I actually don't like that at all. I just run a league. Well, you like golf. I love golf. 
So I might type in uh, golf. Mm-hmm. And golf find gifts. some creative ideas. Yeah, there's a lot of creative people on there. Uh, if you have a friend who likes uh, tennis, Jerry, I might type in uh, tennis yep. uh, gifts. Uh, and they have a lot of like cool things on there. Now, you're right. Sometimes the lead time you need a little more, especially because if it's, it's personalized. Correct. If it's not personalized and it's just somebody selling those. So if you're desperate for ideas for people, you just got to know one thing they're into. And you can get some ideas. Yeah. Like, you know, I love Paul Westerberg and the replacements. If you went on to Etsy and type in Paul Westerberg, a bunch of stuff comes up yeah, that, that you'd never find in a store. Yeah, that is cool. So There's also a place called Home Goods. Home Goods, yeah. Home Goods is actually, it's a cross between, I would say it's a cross between, is it Home Goods? No, not Home Goods. Hobby Lobby. Oh, yeah, Hobby Lobby. It's like a cross between a craft shop. And Michael's, a craft shop on the lower end, Michael's on the higher end, and everything in between. And they've got a lot of unique, like, gift ideas. Not to what you're saying, but you go in there, you want, like, for lack of a better term, wall art for car racing. They've got it. Right. Baseball stuff. They have a lot right, of Right, it's a cool- huge store, yes, right? it's enormous. Closed on Sundays. But a very cool store to walk through and get some ideas. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're just going to the mall looking for ideas, like... No, you get it's to walk in and out same, of our face. It's exactly. the same stores. They've been there forever. Yep. And no one, want, no one wants another shirt. No one wants it. No one wants pajamas. You want something fun. Yeah, you want something fun, something unique. So yep. Hobby Lobby's a good one if you Love like to Hobby roam Lobby. around. A lot of people like to uh, go and touch the item. The, I want to feel the, the materials. You just look like you were cupping a couple of breasts, <laughs> what you just did right there. I was feeling like that flight attendant, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but if you don't need to be touching the items and yeah. you'd rather work from home, I do check out Etsy. And I do hate to say it, but Amazon has got it on lockdown too. They do. I hate to say that, but you just type in like one thing and they give you a million suggestions. Yeah, that's another option. But I will right. check out the Etsy. Yeah, just um yeah, I've I've been uh mostly almost always happy with what I've gotten yeah. on there. Yeah. So, of course, another great place is RecoSportsShop.com. You can get your Alan Jerry mugs. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one, Jerry. If you're fans there, we got to get ourselves an Etsy shop. I got my own. I got a Shopify shop. Shopify. That's where I go through. You know who else uses Shopify? Theo Vaughn, the uh, podcaster, comedian. Do. Mr. Beast is a Shopify endorser. Really? How about this? He put up a video. This was, I mean, I don't know where this guy comes up with these ideas. So the idea was, could you... <clears throat> Could you spend, well, it depends on how long you want to stay for. He put you in a supermarket. He bought He bought out the supermarket. Could you live in a supermarket by yourself? Every day you're there, you get $10,000 of cash wheeled into you as long as you have donated $10,000 worth of product. So it's up to you during that day to go around the store and with carts, you have to calculate that you've got at least $10,000 worth of goods that you're going to donate. If they decide that you've done it properly and you have your receipts and everything because you got to scan everything, he gives you $10,000. So this one guy did it. He lasted 42 days. He won wow. $420,000, and he looked like a mess at the end. Uh, the shop, the, the store was like three-quarters empty. It was oh, because they're not restocking for him? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. no. So there was a limit. <laughs> I, he might Maybe 60 days was the limit maybe. But yeah. He, so is why they bring his wife in to surprise him on day 42. And they, he, she's like, come home. Like, it's enough. But he won the four. Point is, he re- Mr. Beast released this on YouTube Saturday at 9 a.m. Joseph saw it at noon <laughs> when he woke up. It was the, 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 
The episode was out for three hours, and it already had 22 million views. 22 million. It's really unbelievable. Uh, it, it blows me away. It really does. I mean, he and I think he's got 300 million subscribers, so it makes sense numbers-wise that 10% of his subscribers had watched within the first three hours. But I haven't checked. My guess is that number's got to be up to 50 million now, no? Probably, yeah. It's just, it's... It fascinates me. It re- the whole YouTube thing blows me away. Yeah, I was uh, listening to a podcast on my way in. They were just talking about social media. Yeah. And just like what it meant to be a celebrity in, like, say, the 1980s. Sure. And you're Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was an enormous star in the 80s. Right. But the number of people that probably saw Tom Cruise in something versus a random YouTube yeah. person that you might, me Correct. or me, might never have heard of. It's not even close. The YouTuber has more people seeing their stuff, but yet uh, culturally, they don't have the importance of Tom Cruise. For 100%. Because it's, it's uh, uh, I don't understand it so, either. So this video I'm talking about, that yeah. I got rid of, wasn't Saturday, it was yesterday. He has 59 million views in one day. And then his one from last Wednesday, I think it is, he compares what it's like to work at McDonald's or be a star NFL quarterback has 92 million views. Like, wow. I, it's just, it's amazing to me. But you're right. They are, like, Mr. Beast is a celebrity, but he's not Tom Cruise. Right. Like, my mother doesn't know who Mr. Beast is. No, I'm sure she doesn't. And yet, more people, the amount of people that know him would blow your mind. Right. Again, I think about it even, even for us, right? So if we get, if we get, uh, let's say you put something out on social media and for whatever reason it gets, uh, say, 70,000 views. Wow. But to think like that's MetLife Stadium. Yes. And when you look at that many people, you're like, wow, I reached. Like now sometimes you might think, oh, I bet this, no one barely even read my tweet, only 70,000. And yet that's a stadium full of people that you would consider a very large group of people. Right. Think of the number I just gave you. Yeah, that I don't even... 92 million people watch the video. I don't even know how to put that into either. my head. I, I don't either. Except that it's a very big world out there and he's international. Yeah. Like that's being... And that gets translated in different countries. Yes. So that's part of it. He learned how to do that. Yeah, we heard when he was on with... Uh, I think Rogan, he was on with I Joe think. Rogan, yeah, yeah, where I think he was talking about. Now I see other other uh, YouTubers do that as well. Mm-hmm. I guess they all start doing things like once the big person hits, then other other people sure. start. Yeah, you got to find the right niche. Yeah. Otherwise, you just kind of blend in. Yes. Man, we got to be YouTubers, Jerry. We need to be TikTokers, YouTubers. But you know this here? Like, I work here. Like, I get everything off my chest here. You're good. I had nothing to put on TikTok and Instagram. Well, you and tried. You had that food I try. channel for a little while. I gave it I gave it one video, and I tried it, Jerry. It didn't work for me. Well, you did more than one I video. I had a couple. It was like, no, I was getting no traction. Right. You got to stick with You really do got to stick with it. Yeah, that's the thing they tell you. Like, the people who they post every single day, mm-hmm. no and matter. It's like what, a salesperson. Yeah. You keep getting kicked in the teeth. Not interested. Not interested. Not watching. Not watching. And then, bam. Like, what just happened? Yeah. That's the one thing I see from a lot of these people. It's just, it's, you got to be resilient and know that you're going to get a lot of rejection. And then all of a sudden it sticks. Yeah. But I think like we get our creativity or, or uh, our, um, like everyone wants a little bit of fame, I think. 
we get it here. For sure. We don't have the drive to put it on to do a TikTok video, YouTube videos. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like if we weren't working here, maybe I'd be like a, somebody who's putting stuff on YouTube that no one was watching. Well, you'd have so much time. Well, you have time. But you have a lot more time. Jerry, where would I find the time well, to you'd become be sleep- a YouTube star? Well, you would, though, because you'd be sleeping like a normal human yes. being. And then I think you'd be motivated to do something. Right. And I think even if you spent five hours a day, forget eight hours, spend five hours a day, that's like 30 hours a week if you did it six times a week. That's a lot of time to put into something. Yeah, but like even like in my personal life, I'm not interested in talking on the phone. I'm not, I'm I not get, either. I get it all here. I do all my talking here. Yeah, no, I know. I'm I'm the same. I got gotcha. you. I, I don't think I've made a phone call, and I couldn't tell you how long. Yeah. Not interested. Exactly. I love the text. That's fine. That's whatever. We're talking here. Yes. So yeah. we don't want to talk not here. All yeah, my talking I, I do here, Jerry. And I'm lucky. I don't have anyone that calls me. And I don't call anybody. <laughs> I try to explain that to Gina. I go, I don't think these guys on the show talking to their wives on the phone every day. She goes, yeah, but they live with them. I'm like, all right, fair. True, but like, I won't see, I won't see Kim till six o'clock tonight. I'm not having a conversation with her. Oh my gosh, she's not calling me. By six o'clock, Jerry, I'll be in knee deep in conversations. How many? Uh, oh my god, probably you three, about, three, two or three. Like, what is the Definitely third conversation two. even about? You've talked already twice. I don't know. I don't. I do the same thing every day. It's got, it's got to be such a boring conversation with you. She'll say to me sometimes, uh, how, how was the show? I go, oh, same. Pretty, pretty good. What would you talk about? I have no idea. I don't <laughs> remember. <laughs> sports. We did a lot of sports. Right. Yeah. Uh, then I try to be like, sometimes I try to like come up with stuff. I'd be like, uh, I was listening to this podcast today. You should dial up the podcast <laughs> and look at the titles you wrote in. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, right. Here's what we did on the show today at uh, 6 to 6.15. <laughs> says here, Geo Mrs. Joe Flacco. You asked. <laughs> I'm going to give you the answer. Yeah. Fine. All right, Jerry, let's do the uh, warm-up program. We did that uh, today. Right on. And then uh, we'll be back here tomorrow at 5 a.m. So before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.